stupid turnovers at the end. Uh, that Trey, when he tried to pass up top to Jaren, you can't, you cannot pass those kinds of passes. Like, those are the worst turnovers in any type of game. I, I do want to say one positive thing, and that is I'm so happy to have our guy Trey Lyles back. It was so nice seeing him out there after, you know, him hitting those shots, and those are extremely important shots for him to hit in order for us. Good for him to start off the game like that as well. And it's a shame that the Kings didn't get the whistle um, at mm-hmm. all. I, I thought they called Duarte on, on the most ticky-tack fouls. Mm-hmm. He played physical uh, on B.I., he hit two out of three threes, so I'll take his minutes any day, uh, with an exception of the fouls, of course, right? Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's Daily. Joined by my co-hosts, Naima and Elizabeth. What's going on? What's up, y'all? What's up, hey? Kings lose the Pels in a close one. First quarter, back and forth battle. Dorte hits two threes. Domas goes full Olajuwon. That ends with a baby hook. Fox hits two threes as well. Pels gain momentum, though, and lead at the end of the quarter. Second quarter, Fox decides to take over. Midi jumper. He also gets a floater in uh, end one. Fox goes out. Kings bench can't generate offense. Pelicans have an 18-2 bench run. Interesting stat, though. With five minutes to go, Pelicans have 20 free throw attempts to the Kings seven. Pels pull away to a 12-point lead. Sasha ends the quarter with the three. Um, Kings offense was out of rhythm. Only Fox, Duarte, and Domas were the only Kings to make their shots, really. Kings were shooting under 30% from three. Trey Lyles in the first half, anywho, uh, looked hesitant in not pulling the trigger. Oh, like I, to be honest, that first half, I felt like the effort was just not there. And when you don't play with effort, teams take advantage of it. And the Pelicans definitely did that. The thing we always struggle, the Kings always struggle with is like athletic, long teams. And that is exactly what the Pelicans are. So we definitely struggled with that. I did like what I saw from Domas, like he was uh, shooting those wide open jumpers from about 15, 12 feet. I like seeing that um, as, but the turnovers were just way too many in the beginning. I'm like, you got to take care of the ball. Like Malik had some easy, like, you know, just being lazy with the ball. I'm like, that's just not going to win you games. So that's why they were down. What is it like 12 or 14 at the half? So definitely got to clean up on that. Yeah. I mean, when you turn the ball over and they had, I believe they had the first half, like 14 points off turnovers. And then we had no offensive rebounds. I believe the first half, um, it's going to be hard to, you know, one, keep up with a team, you know, because they got up, what, by 17 at one point, and then they were up at the half by 14. So when you dig yourself in that kind of a hole, um, it's hard to, you know, have to come out of that hole, especially against a good team who defensively um, was just giving us trouble all night. Uh, you know, we had a tough time getting inside. We were just shooting outside, not making our shots. There was like a freaking lid on the basket for a good while. Um, but I mean, credit to this Pelicans team, you know, this is the type of team that we always struggle against those athletic, you know, athletic guards that can, you know, long and things like that. And they just make, you know, wreck havoc on our guards. So, um, shout out to them, but yeah, the, the first half was, uh, definitely ugly and, you know, you can't dig yourself in a hole and then expect to win a game like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Third quarter Kings attack and scoring the paint twice. Duarte pressures BI into an offensive foul. 
HB hits a three. De'Aaron hits a very difficult turnaround J. De'Aaron gets another midi off a bump for the end one. HB hits another three. Kings within nine. Fox takes advantage of Ricky Jordan Hawkins for a crafty floater with an end one. De'Aaron gets a tech due to Jose Alvarado Tom Foolery. What's new? Fourth quarter, Monk takes over. He gets a steal, hits a three, and has two assists. Trey Lyles hits three threes. Welcome back. Trey Day. Kings tie the game at 97. Pels hit a three. HB answers with a three of his own. Domas takes over. Domas drives and gets a difficult end one. Kings get their first lead since early in the first quarter. Zion and BI fight back and build their lead to five. 90 seconds to go. Monk hits two, two key free throws. However, the Pels win the ball game at the end. I mean, I like, I definitely like the effort and the, you know, the, um, them, you know, getting back in this game and making it a game towards the end. Um, just stupid turnovers at the end. Uh, that Trey, when he tried to pass up top to De'Aaron, you can't, you cannot pass those kinds of passes. Like those are the worst turnovers in any type of game because you give the opposing team basically a free, you know, layup when you pass those up at the top of the key passes. Uh, it was just a very lazy pass. And then um, Malik, I believe, had a turnover as well. Um, so just down the stretch, just not executing the right way. I thought defensively they tightened up, which was nice to see. Um, but Brandon Ingram and Zion just continued to do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zion was just killing us, getting to the basket. And then that Brandon Ingram, it should have been an offensive foul. He literally used his offhand to freaking smack Sabonis in the face. So the ref was standing there and completely missed that. But regardless, um, you can't expect to win games when you dig yourself in a hole. So I'm proud of the effort. It sucks to lose these. You know, this is the second time now of the season we played teams back to back and we've lost both games. Um, but at least this one, I did like the effort in the second half uh, compared to, you know, last game getting blown out. Um, but yeah, they got to, you know, hopefully they have a good turkey day tomorrow. Uh, watch some film, do what they got to do. And they have a very important um, game on Friday against Minnesota Timberwolves. And that game will not be easy. I, I do want to say one positive thing, and that is I'm so happy to have our guy Trey Lyles back. It was so nice seeing him out there after, you know, um, starting off the season, like with an energy, uh, with injuries and everything. So um, hit, him hitting those shots, and those are extremely important shots for him to hit in order for us. Good for him to start off the game like that as well, but also like for us to even be able to, you know, have that comeback tied up, go up one at one point in the fourth quarter. However, this game also was like, if you, you're going to live by the three, you're also going to die by the three. And that's what happened. And I think it was a little too late where we recognized, hey, let's go inside the paint because the Pelicans were absolutely destroying us the paint. It wasn't even close. But towards the end of the fourth, like, I think Domas understood, like, hey, let me attack the paint. And that's what worked. Like, got free throws, another thing that, like, we really – we would have won this game if we hit our free throws, but – um, not the first time that happened. So, but I just I'm glad I uh, I'm glad that the Kings recognize, especially Domas recognize, like, hey, attack the paint, try to get something in the paint. Like he got a few, uh, an A1, missed a couple, but like um, I love the mentality of like attack first if threes aren't falling. And it's a shame that the Kings didn't get the whistle um, at mm-hmm. all. I, I thought they called Duarte on, on the most ticky tack fouls. It's unfortunate he had five fouls. Uh, he only was only able to play 20 minutes in the game. However, I thought those were an effective 20 minutes besides the fouls, right? Uh, he played physical uh, on B.I. 
He hit two out of three threes. So I'll take his minutes any day uh, with an exception of the fouls, of course. Right. Um, but again, our shooters did not shoot their threes. Herder goes two for seven. Monk goes one for six, although Monk uh, redeemed himself with the assists and whatnot. A few sloppy plays, but it is what it is. And, and again, I'm still waiting for that Sasha Vizenkov breakout game. He was one for four. Um, unfortunately, they attacked him and took advantage of him uh, multiple times. I mean, putting up Sasha against Zion is just really unfor- unfair. That's like a, a Ferrari mm-hmm. going up against a... A Ford Leaf, uh, I don't know. Pick any car you want. Uh, it's really important. I'd be a good one. <laughs> so again, this is one of those games where uh, the King's critics can come out and talk about how much we need uh, another piece, another athletic wing um, with a bag, so to speak. I would totally get that argument uh, after tonight's performance. I get it. Eurosec, what's going on? Uh, just when you said an athletic wing, um, I wanted to join. Um, yeah, last time I spoke, like uh, a couple of days ago after the loss, um, I said that um, we needed that athletic wing more than anything right now who would take us to another level. Uh, for these two games, I mean, we've been seeing that we can't defend. We can't defend these guys without without those. I mean, without that piece. Like we can't. You can't defend. I mean, you can't guard. Brandon Ingram or Zion Williams with Herder and Duarte, it's agonizing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting tortured by while watching Herder trying to do something against Ingram. I'm getting like I'm getting so frustrating trying to uh, uh, seeing Duarte trying to do something against Zion. Like at least we can, if we could pull off, if we could pull some like Anunoby kind of guy, you know. Siakam would be great. Um, like one of those guys, like one of those athletic guys, like we can we can pull from this uh, before this trade trade deadline. That would be amazing because Harrison Barnes is not that guy, right? He's not. He can be a, like he's a great like he he can be a great player. He can he can have the greatest personality in the world, but it doesn't mean that he's gonna he is gonna provide us what we need. We we're not getting what we need from him. Well, I I don't know, man. I I've been worried. I've been worried about like I've been worried about this. And we're gonna see we're gonna see a better team on Friday in Minnesota. They're more athletic than Pelicans. They're bigger than the Pelicans. And I I don't think we're gonna win that game. But if we do, uh, that'll be amazing. But again, we can't take this team to another level like the next level. Without um, without that missing piece. To be fair, um, if we did have Keegan tonight, that would have eased uh, a lot of the pressure that the Pelicans put on us. Uh, he is our athletic wing that we all want. Uh, is he ultra athletic? Is he super twitchy? No, but he's getting there. I, I do think he's become an above average defender. Keegan, listen, Keegan has become a much better defender this year. I mean, we all can see that. He's, he's become a better defender, but he's not that piece to take the team to another level this year. Like he's, let's say you, let's say you're Brandon Ingram. You're talented. You're tall. You know what you can do. You're not getting scared when you see Keegan in front of you. I think he's getting there. I really do. Is he um, Herb Jones yet? 
No, but I think you could get there. Is he like a Dylan Brooks kind of guy? No. Nah. No, that's another animal. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Keegan is nice. Like he's a nice guy. If I had a daughter, I would let my daughter marry Keegan. You know what I mean? He's he's not that piece. I, I want a piece like Dylan Brooks, Marcus Smart, Ananubi, Draymond Green. I want that. But again, you're you're, you're naming people who that are like you know, not necessarily once in a ger- generation, but they're very rare. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's easier said than done, but I, I totally know what you're I about. thought Davion Mitchell was gonna be that guy when we drafted him. You know, he was gonna be our Marcus Smart. He's not that person yet. Davion in this season is a whole nother conversation. So yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, Keegan's literally in his second year in how many games are we in? So like you can see the tremendous jump he's already made on defense. Yes. So like, how do we know? Because Marcus Smart wasn't that guy in year two. Dylan Brooks wasn't that guy in year two. Draymond Green wasn't that guy in year two. It took these guys years, probably I would say four years, just to get to the level that they're at. So to say that Keegan, you know what I mean? Like to say that he can't be that guy, that's like... He didn't crazy. say that. He's talking about now. I well, no, hope I know, but he I'm will saying, be. Like, but how do we know he can't be, you know what I mean? We have to be patient with Keegan. We can't just expect him to go from zero to a hundred and, you know, his second year. Of course like we not. have to. So, you know, we're not going to get Draymond Green. That's not going to happen. Like the only realistic trade pieces would probably be like an OG and an OB. Yes. Siakam would definitely not help us on defense. He's, his defense is not great as he's getting older. OG would definitely be a nice piece, but yeah, Pascal would not be that guy. Yeah, I think with Keegan, it's like you definitely have to have patience with him before we like jump to like conclusions or like um, for like the potential he has. I think you have because like at right now you already see the difference he's making on defense. Like he's definitely way way better, moving his feet better, like fouling less, all that. So like if that he's having that jump within the first like 10, 15 games, like what? he's obviously going to get even better and he wants to get better. Um, like he was in the gym with Fox and everything this whole off season and whatnot. So I think um, it's too soon to say like, he won't be that guy. He will be that guy. So yeah, definitely just have to have patience with him. I did not say he won't be that guy. I just yeah, yeah, I can't know. say I'm... that, you know, he's going to turn into that guy because, you know, like, like I said in the beginning, he has made a, like he has made some improvements, you know. I can see that yeah. he is much better in defense, but like taking it to another level this year, I don't think he's going to, you know, give us that. You know, he's not gonna give us what Anunoby can give, but he's gonna give us maybe like some other things that Anunoby can't give. And and you're a sec. I I know what you're saying. You're talking about the now. Um... Uh, but yeah, we're talking about the now uh, as far as the future. I know that Keegan's going to be a far above average defender. He's already shown it. He's made leaps and bounds. Uh, Absolutely. I love so, the guy. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, you're a sec. We appreciate it. If we're just competitive in back-to-back losses, that's fine with me. Uh, that first game on Monday, thank goodness we did not have a space. Uh, I did not want to hear it. 
Um, surprisingly, though, I think people are too busy getting ready for Thanksgiving to to get on the trade machine and start trying to trade away our players. Um, the HB slander uh, was way out of hand, though, uh, for the last 48 hours. But it always is uh, if he has a subpar game. But this game, uh, I'm totally fine with. Again, like Liz said before, they're pretty much the Raptors south. Um, length, athleticism, young. They've learned from their ass weapons that we gave them last year, uh, and they're better. And we should expect that. So all in all, uh, I appreciate the effort tonight. Yeah, someone, like, I really enjoy watching Zion play. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's just he just bullies his way through the paint. And, like, you can't even – you can try to stop him, but it's, like, basically impossible. And we just didn't really have anyone to match up with his size and his speed and his ability to, like, just get to the rim with such ease. Like, um, it's good to see him, like, healthy and everything. Because every, they kept mentioning, like, his injuries and about how he hasn't played this many games in five years. And I'm like – just be happy like he's out here right now playing because it's it sucks when you see like um players get like you know most of their careers just injuries it, it, it sucks to see but i'm glad that zion's like he's on the court right now and he's actually playing it's good to see absolutely, absolutely. i think any appreciator of basketball is just super happy to see zion play and he's one of one right exactly i don't think any team has anybody that could really just stop him you could slow him down, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't do that tonight, which I, I can't even hate on uh, because if he's on a heater and he's aggressive, he's trying to just get through the game yeah. so he could go home and watch anime. I know how he works. He's not trying <laughs> to play basketball right now. He, he just wants to get the game over with. He's that no. talented. He's a truck, and, and I love watching him play. But again, yeah, we... seeing him matched up with Sasha, I was like, oh, yeah, please be was, gentle. I'm like, please <laughs> don't hurt him don't hurt him but he, like we started like sort of um doubling him when he was bringing the ball up and trying to get the ball out of his uh out of the hands out of his hands because it was there the pelicans were very successful when he was like handling the ball and they don't really have like a t- traditional point guard so um that kind of like disrupted the way that they were playing once we started doubling i'm like hmm, i wish we started doubling sooner um on zion let someone else beat us, but I guess it was just a little too late. There are two tortures in my life that I never, I'll never forget. One is waking up at 4 a.m. to watch the Kings against Lakers and seeing Stauskas trying to guard Kobe. Oh, God. Nick Stauskas. I watched that guy try to guard Kobe. That was one. And the second one tonight, Sasha Vezenko against Zion Williams. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, it was agonizing, man. I was, I was, I was punching the walls. <laughs> he tried, yeah, though. I will rough. give Sasha credit for trying. And you know what? I'm still waiting for that Sasha breakout game. I, I really am. It's yeah, coming. I think he's hopefully, it's coming. Yeah, he's just gonna like heat up one night, and he's just not gonna miss from three. I feel it coming. I've been watching the guy for eight years. He's like, do you remember? Do you guys remember those Tyakovich post-up shots? You know, like Tyakovich post-up, and yeah. then he just makes those elbow, you know, shoots, shoots like from the elbow. Nobody can mm-hmm. block it. Sasha Vizenko has that ability, and like, it's faster. He, it's faster, and and he kept doing it all year long last year. I just, I, I mean, I just, I know that he's got the potential, but defensively he's like a torture man herder oh my god oh my god herder trying to guard ingram 
shit, it was terrifying. Sasha is that bad on defense? I mean, like, watching him, he only plays for, like, at max, like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. But, like, I've seen, from what I've seen from at least help defense and, like, trying to get deflections, which is huge with the Kings. It's, like, literally the reason why that deep uh, defensive player of the, of the game chain exists. But he, has, he wasn't that terrible. I guess in this game, yeah, okay, sure. Like, if you're – he's up against, like, Zion, it's just – I don't think anyone looks good on defense against Zion, possibly, but he's not that terrible. Like, I, I, we haven't seen um, where he just completely, like, I don't know, completely collapses on defense, but he... No, I, I appreciate his effort, and he's physical. Yeah. He's more physical yeah. than Herter is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Hey, what up, everybody? Um, tough loss, but glad to see them fight back. Um, Going to be a tough road trip. You know, Thanksgiving the next day, got their minds on a lot. So can't be too mad at it, man. We're eight and six right now. And I mean, thinking about what this mindset of everybody was when we were two and four, everybody would complete. It's kind of like last year when we started 0 and 4. If you would have, you know, told us we were seven and seven, we would have all just, you know, signed our life away to accept that. So when you kind of look back and you go, yeah, you know, we wanted a 10 game win streak, but you know, a quick two losses is not that bad. It's be one of those seasons where it's really even um, competition. So you kind of just have to take it in five game chunks and you know, they're going to go 500 no matter what on this road trip, you're kind of playing with house money if you can beat Minnesota. But I think the goal this year is honestly just staying afloat and just try and make your little moves where you go four and one or, you know, get a five game win streak and pull ahead. Cause the main goal is just be one of those six teams. And honestly, even if they're in the play in this year, I'm not going to be upset. It's a stacked West and this is um, a work in progress over the next, you know, several years. It's not like we have a timetable on this group of players. You just have to, keep getting better and better and i know brown knows that so just keep doing what you're doing everybody zoom out a little bit realize we're only 12 13 games in and it's a really long season so uh just stay afloat and make it at the end appreciate that ross never get too high never get too low um coach Corey close of the ucla bruins women's basketball team she said this quote that i'll always remember uh, you have to stay neutral and should you should always take your losses as well as you take your wins or vice versa. And, and I think that's the way to look at this. My question for you guys, though, it's pretty much a done deal that the NBA is going to go with uh, two or four expansion teams, depending on how many bids they get. So if you all know about the expansion draft, uh, every team keeps eight players and then whoever else is left is is entered in the draft for these expansion teams. Who are you willing to let go of and, and who are the eight that you keep? I know that we are definitely keeping Fox and Domas, Monk, Colby Jones. Uh, but then who do we let go? Who's that ninth person that we, who you think would be left to the draft, expansion draft, if um, and when that I'm, happens in two or three years? I'm sorry, I didn't understand, like, who... So so when when the NBA gets new teams, teams are 
going to be like allowed to protect what is it nine players eight eight players from the team so everyone else the other teams that are new to the league can choose from so you got to choose eight players you want to keep and keep protected um so can we let go like can we let go of the play like can we keep the players that we didn't draft can we keep the players that we no like you're talking about draft picks no, no, no. Like, Even we, we, we can keep players that we have on contract. Either okay. through trade or draft. Yeah. So you're yeah. keeping Sabonis, yeah. Fox, Keegan, those three. Monk is the fourth. You, I mean, you're keeping Lyles because he's got versatility. That's five. You're definitely not keeping Herder, I guess. I want to let him, like, I, I want him gone. Um, well, what do we have right now? We, I got, I got four, right? You, you said Fox, Domas, Keegan, Monk. Okay, five. Okay. You have the, three to protect. I got three to protect. Yeah. All right, I'll keep. Um, I'll keep Duarte. I don't know why. I don't you know why, but Duarte I like the guy. Over Kevin? Really? Yeah, I like the guy. I don't know. I I just like the guy. I don't That's like her. Surprising. I don't. Duarte at least at least Duarte gives me like tries to do something something in defense. Uh, okay. Who else am I gonna keep? Yeah, do you keep more. Barnes or Vizenkov? I'll keep Barnes over Vizenkov. But if I got on a newbie, I'm letting Barnes go. <laughs> you know, what? I you love that. So let's, let's put it out there in the universe. Laws of Listen, there is not like there. There isn't one. There isn't single Sacramento fan that loves Vazenko more than I do. Like I've been watching the guy for a long time, but nobody is more important than my king. So I'm letting the guy go if he doesn't give me what I want. I think that's eight. No, that's, that's fair. Seven. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's a tough one. Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I think I, I would keep obviously ahead. the most obvious is, uh, let's say our regular starting lineup. I would keep so HB Keegan, uh, Herder, Fox, and Domas, and then from the bench, I would keep Trey. Oh, that's hard. Trey, Davion. Who am I forgetting? You're forgetting Trey, Dion. Davion and Monk. No Keon? I'm so sorry. You did not make the cut. Liz, <laughs> what do you say? Well, who would you keep daily? Um, uh, he he might not realize he's on. No, I, 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 you know what? I was saying Keon when you were saying, uh, oh my God, cutting Keon. everybody else. I would keep Keon above and, and feel free to Wait, count actually, for me, Davion. Yeah, same. I would keep, I would switch. Sorry, Davion, Keon, and Davion. I apologize. Liz, what do you That's got? Hard. And Ross, I do want to hear from you. Yeah, I'd say probably Fox, Domas, uh, Herder, Keegan, Monk, Trey, Keon. And I'd keep Alex Len too. You would not. You would let go HB. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we we're gonna have to move on from him. We're gonna have to upgrade. From yeah, him I don't blame. Like, him. I love Harrison Barnes, but yeah, eventually, like that position, he's you know what I mean. He's getting older. He's getting to that point where his production is gonna start to like really go down. So, um, 
yeah i would do he's an amazing guy he's yeah. an amazing yeah, guy like i yeah i mean i met him in brooklyn when i watched sacramento game and then he was very nice he was like he gave me an autograph he's he he's a great dude but again no player is more important than the king's success so yeah. hp is like you know like for a couple of games right now he plays like he he knows that he's going to be traded right that's the way he plays mm. i mean i don't guys... think that he plays that way but yeah the thing he's, is he's just our fifth like... option like that's what harrison is like he's the fifth option yeah. in the offense and tonight i thought he had a great game i think he had what like 12 points in the second quarter so i mean yeah he was aggressive you can't always make harrison barnes a scapegoat in this team I think with HB's, like, he'll have, like, an incredible game. And then he'll kind of, like, like, not fall off, but, like, he'll struggle. And then he becomes less aggressive. And it kind of just shows up. And then, it we like, Fox kind of just takes over Domas. And then people forget about HB. But, yeah. I don't think he was a problem at all tonight. We just didn't hit shots and turn over the ball too much. And didn't hit free throws. Um, but where do you guys think uh, the teams are going to expand to, or where would you guys like the teams to expand to? I think, I think Las Vegas is definitely probably the number one on the list. I would like Seattle to bring back a team. People in Seattle always want a team to come back. So, yeah, I mean, those two options, I think. I think Vancouver is also a possibility that they're oh, talking Vancouver. about. I think the most and, interesting option, though, for me, just out of just pure interest, is is Mexico City. I think that'd be so interesting. Mexico City, that's interesting. Oh man, I, I think that oh. would be amazing. But um, I like that pick. Before I move on to that, though, Ross, yeah, what were you going to be your your eight? Oh yeah, keep? sorry, I apologize. Oh no, it's all good. No, no, you know. no, you guys are good. Um, yeah, it's tough with HB. Um, I mean, to me, you, I keep HB just because 17 mil, like, it's as much as he's kind of struggled, it's still an affordable deal. I've seen a lot of talk about trading him for Levine or OG or somebody with a 40, you know, million dollar contract. And you got to think at some point we're going to want to assign Keegan. And if he keeps playing on the trajectory he's at, He's going to make some money. Um, so money does come into play. But I'd go, let's see, Domas, HB, Fox, Herder. I like Duarte, Lyles, Monk. Um, Got to go with um, Murray. And I'm going to take Colby Jones just because I, I really think that kid's going to be special one day. I'm hoping that he's going to be the type of guy that we're looking at in two years when we're getting near. Um, you know, salary struggles, and we have this guy on an affordable deal. Also, God, I don't know if that was eight or nine, but Keon is going to be another player. I hope we give Keon like some four-year, like they did with Alvarado a couple years ago. I think they signed Alvarado for five years, like 16, 17 million, because he was just great for And, you know, he was happy to have life-changing money. And on the other side, you get this just absolute bargain of a deal. So I'm hoping we just, you know, break out the money and give Keon, like, I don't know what it would be like four years, you know, 16 million or something, but I'm sure he'd take that. So, yeah, that would be my list. 
No, Keon and Colby for sure. And and I feel bad because I honestly feel like our G League team would have won their last game against the Lakers, the South Bay Lakers, the other night if Colby was there. Uh, he's just instant offense and he does so many things. Uh, total connective tissue guy for the senior team. And then on the JV team, he's like the main guy and he's amazing. So, and I always say he's always ready to go. And I know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I know people on the bench, the coaching staff, they're seeing the little things that I don't see that he needs to work on. But every time I see him play, I'm always impressed. And I think he's ready to go. I think um, Chris Duarte is a very likable, I mean, lovable guy. He, I just expect that he's going to make a jump and he works hard. I can see that. Like, there's nothing the guy does hurts the team. I mean, he works hard. You can see that on the court. And I just like the guy, so I would keep him. I agree. Now, I still think he's finding his way in the offense and just being comfortable. Every time I see him play, I see improvements. I mean, he's new. He's young. He's like, he hits shots. He tries to play defense he fights that's what i want to see i don't expect you know everyone to make every single shot but i just want them to you know fight and i just want i just want to see that they 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 work hard you know like when trey lyles came sacramento i didn't like him but and then now i love the guy because i see that he works hard he loves the team he tries to improve himself every time i see him on the court you know that's what i want to see I'm not asking for much, you know. All right, y'all. Until the next time. um, Again, a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, you guys came through. That means a lot. We appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Unfortunately, it was a loss, though. Uh, It is what it is. But thanks, y'all. Take care and enjoy your uh, holiday. All right? Good night, y'all. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, y'all. Thanksgiving, guys. Bye.